the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly set love, set the captives each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We're in the studio today with a a very special couple that is doing some important work in the Bay Area. And that is Eric and Shawana Meyer from the Urban Life Mentors Program. They are the co-founders and executive directors of Urban Life Mentors, which is a nonprofit that mentors urban youth, young adults, and families. And they are doing this along with their three boys, Jade and Justice and Journey. And they just have a love for the youth of Oakland. And so we are so excited to have you on the show. We're going to talk quite a bit about why you're doing this, what makes you tick, and then how the community can come and wrap themselves around this important work you're doing. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Great yeah. to be here. Yeah. Awesome. So so I see here that you've been working with youth for over 20 years um, and this urban life uh, vision was really birthed very early on. It was a dream. And you said here in quotes, we have these dreams in the basement of our hearts and they need to come out. Yeah. And that is just sort of a thing, right? We yeah. have these dreams. We uh, people have these dreams in the basement of our hearts and they need to come out. And so you took the time to unpack that dream, you said, and in 2010 officially became a nonprofit organization. I'm sorry, in 2010, um, you were established. You officially became a nonprofit in June of 2018. Is that right? Right. Amazing. (laughs) Super excited um, about what you're doing. And I was sharing with Eric and Shawana that um, I just feel like the time is now for this. The time is really now. And um, we did a survey. uh, Love Never Fails did a survey of our donors and asked, you know, what is one of the reasons why you give uh, to Love Never Fails? And what um, what we heard from our donors is that um, they are really um, appreciative that we take the time to come alongside, mm. not just, you know, it's nice to have a bed for people to sleep in. It's nice to have a, a meal to give yeah. someone on some, on a day. That's a beautiful thing. But to walk along someone in their life's journey, right. that's 
that's a different thing. And, and, and it really is a familial connection. And I know Eric was just, you know, mentioning that before we started. And so tell us, how did all of this start with the two of you? Well, um, in regards to uh, the focus that God gave us early, early on, I think as we were, even before we got married, God had started to speak very clearly to us on things, um, specifically um, working with youth and families in urban communities. And so we just began to pray and just ask God, like, what does it even look like? And as always, um, at least for us and um, for Shawana and myself, he just began to speak even clearer. And obviously when you're walking by faith, sometimes he'll show you the end, but it's the in-between that's always the challenge. Like, here's A to Z, but what about all the in-between? So, um, but I think those are the things that keep you dependent upon Holy Spirit and keep you dependent upon, like, God, I need to hear your voice today. What does this look like? And through that, he gives clarity and he gives direction. And then you get to take these things called steps of faith. Mm. And in that, that's where the adventure is. Mm -hmm. And it's an adventure. And I feel like over the last 20, you know, 20 years or so, it's been a crazy adventure um, for us. And so um, if you have any thoughts on that. Well, I just wanted to say, I think that, you know, at the beginning, we knew we'd be in an urban setting and working with urban youth, but we didn't know exactly what that would look like. Um, we knew we, we knew we felt like the Lord wanted us to have a community center, but that just came about in June. <laughs> so mm. it's been a long, um, a long road of just listening and taking steps and listening and taking steps. Um, but yeah. And really mentoring and discipling young people throughout the years, um, knowing that one day we would be in this space, but to occupy and to, um, really walk life out with people mm -hmm. like in a real tangible way, like family is a big deal to us. Mm -hmm. And so we felt like everything needs to be an extension of our living room, no matter how big the space, whether it's at the center or whether we're in a classroom or whether we're like, what does that look like to be with youth and families? And it's just like, look, this is an extension of our living room. So we're going to talk real life. We're going to love real. We're going to do things in a way that's more personal than just like, Oh, here's an organization. Um, but I think we're more, we're trying to be more like a family than we are a program, a, a program. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. My husband is really big on, uh, so my husband is a, a pastor, the pastor of a uh, new hope Christian fellowship in, um, in Hayward. And, uh, he's always, it's funny because we, uh, we have, uh, you know, I'm, I have this, this nonprofit and, uh, love never fails. And he has, um, you know, the church and, and then we have each other, right? And so there's always this sort of interconnect. And but he's very passionate about like uh, what the church needs is just to be, you know, looking to Jesus for everything. Like that's it. And I'm saying yes, absolutely, look to Jesus. But Jesus will give yeah. you revelation that the people need these these mm -hmm. things, which we often refer to as programs. And um, but I love the way you characterize it. I think he would be completely on board with just you're just establishing community family mm -hmm. with people. And you really don't want that programmatic label because it means that there's a system. It means that people are a little tick on a list. Right. It means that somehow we found some methodology mm -hmm. that works. Right. And and I, I, too, am in agreement with my husband that, you know, that's not the, the ultimate pr thing we're pursuing here. We're 
we're pursuing relationship with, which is a God thing Mm -hmm. that, you know, that at the end of the day, when everything goes away, right? Love between you and another is what he, where he, where he sits. Mm -hmm. And, and so, so just a a little bit, just going a little bit deeper on this, when you were growing up, the two of you, did you have a mentor that helped support you? Where did you get this notion that? I think that's funny. I think that, um, it kind of came out of a lack of mentorship. Mm-hmm. Um, I, when we first um, were together and then knowing that we're going to get married and kind of looking around and thinking, we don't really have anyone to look up to mm-hmm. or who's done this well, who's been married with children in ministry and mm-hmm. and their kids like them. Like we just, we, we felt like we had no, no one to look up to. And so I think, um, at the very beginning, um, even before we were married, we just realized, wow, the lack of like people doing life with each other and mm-hmm. really walking in a real way. Um, and then um, we kind of did the the normal youth group thing for a little bit and then realized youth need a little more than just, you know, one week event. They, right. need, they need more than that. They need yes. someone to kind of come alongside them. And so that's kind of how our um, um, what we do kind of evolved um, just from seeing the need and, and even realizing like, wow, we, we need mentors too. Like mm-hmm. we need someone too. And so um, it kind of has evolved and now it's really like family. We're trying yes. to do it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Family. And so you, you recognize that you needed it. Mm-hmm. And this was at the time you were getting married. Right. So uh, what, even, how old was that? If you don't mind my asking. Uh, I think we were 21 and 23 or something like that. You're a young adult. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, we have a young adults ministry and I've heard comments from some of the leaders there saying that they they just feel so lost um, in that period, Mm -hmm. even though they are part of the church. But it's like some of the topics maybe aren't really relevant. They're not young enough that they're connecting with the children and the youth. And and then there's so much coming at you when right. you're at, you know, you're, it's like you got to you got to get a career going. Mm-hmm. You got to move out. You mm-hmm. Should I get married? Should I not? Should mm-hmm. I have kids? Should I not? So that's like a critical time. It so is. is that an area that you guys focus? We um, focus all the way from young ones all the way up. So uh, we do some things with young adults. Um, our primary age range is middle and high school, but um, we kind of seem to to grab everyone in there and we also do things with families as well okay very very Mm -hmm. cool yay i love this this is so amazing i'm i'm actually looking at these two and they're very cool i just must say that so you young people that are listening they're cool of course i don't know if you're gonna take it from me but we'll we'll show you later anyway we're gonna take a break And we're going to come back and we're going to talk a little bit more about what Urban Life is doing today, um, how you would engage with them, and then certainly what you can expect to do. Let's say you have a six-year-old. Let's say you have a 10-year-old. You have an 18-year-old. What does that look like? So we're going to break it down a little bit further. But thanks so much for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. We'll be right back. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. 
Case Industries, saving the planet, saving your money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. Again, we are in the studio today with Eric and Shawana Meyer, and they are the co-founders of Urban Life Mentors, which is providing really a familial connection to urban youth young adults and families in Oakland. And so we were just talking about sort of, was there a, a mentor that you, you know, you aspire to be like or a lack thereof, right? Shawana said there was a lack that was identified at the time of the, you know, contemplating marriage. What about you, Eric? What drove you to this dream, you think? I think I remember, I'm just thinking about a story when I was in high school and uh, I always like just looking for a, not knowingly, but when you look back in your life, you go, oh, that's what I was trying to identify with. There was a coach in my life who, he was a teacher, he was a coach. And I remember thinking to myself as a freshman going, wow, one, I felt like I trusted this man and he seemed like he had some wisdom and he seemed like he cared about like us. You know, he was also my football coach. So I think there was a respect there, but um, I just remember looking at him and going, it'd be cool to do what he did someday. Mm-hmm. And I remember that was the first time anyway for a positive role model in my life to go, that would be something good. I had a lot of negative people I think that I look to and go, you know, they're probably mentoring me in some way, um, but with negative behaviors. So I remember uh, as I got a little older, um, graduated high school, and actually it was after high school that I responded to the gospel and I responded to God's love. And I remember going, wow, that was somebody I actually looked up to. How meaningful would it be to, um, you know, obviously begin to walk out in what God has required of us and be somebody for somebody else. Mm, um, awesome. So that's kind of how I, that's just some reflection. Yeah. But obviously that's something that God had to put inside of us. Yeah. And we began to figure out as we began to hear what he was trying to say. Yeah. Um, one thing that I know for sure is that our children are watching and there are young people and just people watching us at all times and there there you have it. This yeah. is a perfect example of it, just watching from a freshman year, right, on up. This guy really cares about me. This guy's teaching kids. This guy's training kids. This, wow, he's trustworthy. You know, he's available to me. And these are the... These are like really simple, like some people say like, well, what do I got to do? Right. <laughs> it's like, just be, just be present. Just see people around you and, and be, uh, be the light that you want to see. Right. Yeah. Um, and so that's really encouraging. I was just thinking about a young lady. I was mentoring a mom. I still, still mentor her and, um, and her daughter I guess has heard us talking about human trafficking and, you know, uh, for years and as has my daughter and, uh, 
and so and they're both 11 and 12 years old and uh actually well almost 12 so I won't push one of them too far ahead she's got a couple more months but anyway they both have said when I grow up I want to I want to be an advocate to wow. fight against human trafficking wow. at that age mm-hmm. And they don't even really know what they're saying. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, pump your brakes because there's some things you got to go through to get to this place. But just to just to know that you could inspire a mm-hmm. young mind and a young heart that way, just yeah. from just from observing you do what you do. And I'm sure your sons have some advocacy in them, huh? Are they? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We do everything together. So they're a part of all that we do. And it's really crazy to see in the context of their spiritual life, how that plays out in, you know, every space that we're in together as a family. So, yeah, yeah it's cool. Yeah, I remember. So I have a couple of son- I have three sons. And uh, I remember my oldest son, um, when our, our first girl went, um, got in, you know, got trafficked. Um, he was he was a teenager at the time. He was actually sorry. He was 16. She was 15. And they were around each other all the time. And, you know, when I became began to realize, like, the recruiting tactics and how, you know, uh, boys mm. would—I mean, I already knew this, but, like, I was breaking it down. Like, you know, you a girl's, like, throwing it at you. This is why she's doing that. She probably was molested. She probably was raped. And, da, da. and I remember him saying, Mom, like, seriously, you're messing me up. You're, like— you're, you know, you're making it to where every time I run into a vulnerable girl, I'm like, good, back <laughs> off her. You know, she was someone, someone right, right with her, right, you know. Right. And he's like, I'm getting into it with people. And, uh, you know, I, he was on the football team. You know, I'm not I'm not cool with everybody now because you keep putting me up on mm-hmm. the fact that th- it's not cool, you know, right. to take advantage of right. somebody who's already been harmed in this way. And so do you find just thinking of, you know, kind of the gender dynamics there with urban mentors, life uh, uh, or life mentors, do you find that you have time for these types of discussions or how does that work? Um, yeah, I feel like everything that we discuss and talk about, like you think about when you're raising a family, it's not just enough to be like, oh, I put food on your table. Yeah, just that's cool. Yeah. But like think about all the layers that are involved in raising a family. And I feel like as the church, um, you know, we're the body. And if there's anything that's supposed to look like a healthy family, I think God has set that up for us. So you think about, well, what does that look like when you're working with young people? What does it look like when you're raising your family? What does it look like in the spaces that we create? For family, even in the conversations that we're supposed to have, you realize it's not just enough to talk about Proverbs. Right. There, there's so many layers. We got to start talking about everything because that's what a family would talk about. If you if you only spoke about one thing as a family, you'd be like, oh, you guys are probably missing some things. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes it's convicting to think about that in the context of our churches. Right. Like, mm-hmm. well, we only hit on this. Well, you're mm-hmm. we're missing some things. Right. Mm-hmm. What does it look like to be holistic? What does it look like to walk with young people through the extreme pressures and uh, choices that we make? And honestly, the loneliness that young people and families are doing it in, because who is there to talk to? Mm. Who is there to talk to about these crazy things that are happening in, in your life? You know, so um, we definitely create spaces often like normal. Like that's normal. Yeah. Um, so that we can talk about anything and everything. And then we bring the wisdom of God into it. Mm. And then the things we don't understand or don't know, obviously, it's really good to be just 
completely vulnerable and be like, look, we just got to pray on this yeah, and just invite God to bring wisdom. And it's, it's so empowering to know that there's people there walking with you through life. Amen. And I think that's the, that's the example that Jesus gave us. So, Amen. I think, um, we were sitting at dinner with a, a newer friend and, um, he started telling a story and then he stopped talking cause he didn't know what he could say in front of our children. And I said, I know where the story is going and you can just talk freely. And he goes, he spelled R A P E. And I go, you don't have to spell it. Like mm-hmm. we talk about everything with our kids. And so, um, I think when you're in an, a neighborhood in an area where, they see a lot. Our kids have seen mm. probably way too much more right. than they yeah. should have seen. Yes. Um, but we try to always our we're trying to always process with our own personal kids and the children and youth that we feel like God's given us. Um, because I feel like often youth don't feel heard. Mm-hmm. They don't feel like their voice matters. They don't feel like, you know, if, if I say something, I got an attitude or you know what I mean? So I feel like, even if we're doing an event or we're doing something fun, like going to get boba or whatever, we always try to bring leave that space for real conversation. Um, and I think the guy that was at our house that night was like, I've never seen parents be this like open with their children mm-hmm. or like have real, real conversations. And I think, um, you know, I'm not saying that's what every family should do but just in our context I feel like we see that youth need that they crave like be real if you're struggling tell them you're struggling and hear their struggles and not judge them but help them walk through that you know yeah. so yeah that's kind of yeah I've noticed too real quick that it it creates a, a sense of family to where even if you mess up then you got somebody there you could actually walk through versus feeling like oh I can't I gotta ignore them or I can't I can't come around you no more but if your family it's like Oh man, let's talk through this. Let's work on this. I messed up, but you're still, that's where you take your mess ups, isn't right. it? To your family. Exactly. Right. right. And then of course, like I, I, I was almost, I almost stopped you mid sentence Shawana, when you said Boba, like <laughs> once you, once you threw that in, then you change the game altogether. So when we come back, we're going to talk about the kinds of things that you're doing. And I heard Boba, so we're going to talk first about that. Because <laughs> I like to eat, so we're going to talk first about that. We'll be right back, and thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. 
Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with Eric and Shawana Meyer, and they are the co-founders of Urban Life Mentors out of Oakland. We were just talking during the break about course about boba (laughs) mango ice cream hello somebody and other things uh, that i wasn't aware of so snacks see i'm a newbie at this so they're definitely introducing me to something let me just say when people were like oh you gotta go do and what was the donut thing that everybody was doing oh the ice cream scent or the sandwich no the Krispy Kreme. Oh. When people did that, I never had a Krispy Kreme because I was like, I have a sugar addiction issue. So I was like, I'm never going there when they have those warm ones. Yes. Never had the warm ones ever because I'm like, I don't need right. to stack another thing. So don't tell me about <laughs> anything that's going to get me in some in serious trouble. trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the chicken basil you said was, that's a thing too? That's a thing. That's yeah. A thing. Oh, wow. I don't see okay. how many. Mm-hmm. But see, that's not too bad. Chicken basil. Is it sweet? Is it's it... fried. Oh, yeah. that's why you're doing oh, that. Yeah. Okay. It can, yeah. It could be a problem. It could be a problem. Okay. Yeah. And if you get the <laughs> you have egg, to limit yourself. egg okay. puffs with them. Oh, it's egg like, puffs? It's like it's chicken, like chicken and, and waffles. Oh, kind of thing. Chinese it's, chicken and waffles. This is going it's in ridiculous. a bad direction here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys will go and have a meal. It's not just coming together and doing like 12-step programming and things like that. Tell, tell no, us what yeah, the format looks like. We try to do real life. So we definitely do fun stuff. But like Eric was saying earlier, we try to do a family night. Sometimes it's just our family. Sometimes it's our God kids and our family. But we definitely try to do normal things where, you know, I feel like students are under a lot of pressure during the week. Just pressure to perform, pressure to withstand, pressure to keep going. Just And so we definitely try to do like, hey, let's just watch a movie. Hey, let's go grab boba together. But like I said, every time we're together, there's always an element of like real talk, real community. And then we have our program things we do. We have a program that we do in the schools specifically for character development. And that's all boys. And that's in the schools. That's at Parker Elementary and Middle School in Oakland. Been there for is that seventh year? Seven wow. years, and so it just kind of grew from a, a small after school program, and now we're doing electives for the middle school boys, and so that's great. And then we have the community center where we are right now doing an after school program that just opened over the summer. Is and that near? So is that near Park? That Parker? is no Parker's in East Oakland. We live in West Oakland, oh, and so that is near us, near our house in our neighborhood. Yeah, and so I think. We have these bunch of different areas where we're engaging youth, but we, in every area, we try to make it feel like it's an extension of our living room. We're having a conversation, mm-hmm. not we're trying to program you with something, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And so just thinking a little bit about this program that you have, the character development program, what are the learning outcomes that you guys focus on there? Yeah, that's good. I think a lot of young people, at least growing up in the areas that we're In our backyard, it's our home, like where the center's at. That had been a prayer of ours for a while. Like we want to be able to live and work in our neighborhood. And so the center being there in West Oakland is, it's a miracle, honestly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially with Oakland real estate and how the whole story was, just came about and what we do in East Oakland at the school. But when we're working with 
young people, specifically the mentoring piece, you know, we're establishing, we're talking about assets. We're talking about the things that they have, the things that you can't see necessarily, unless you have a God lens, Mm -hmm. like real talk. Like, like when you look at a young man, you look at a young lady and you go, you know what, young lady, I see this in you. And they're like, how? Because I don't even see it myself. Mm-hmm. And we call that having God's vision for somebody. Mm. And it's pulling, it's it's creating excellent programs. It's creating things, not like we just throw something together, but it's creating those things so that they can begin to walk through life and go, I have this in my life. I have this in my life versus looking at it like I don't have anything. You know, I don't have people around me that care about me. I don't have a stable home. I have a dysfunctional family. All those assaults or those negative things in your life, okay, it's realizing those are realities. Like, it's not like they're fake or made up. Like, you know what I mean? Those are broken areas within our life. But when you begin to talk to a young person or families and go, you have these assets, and if you don't have them, let's get them. Yeah, let's fill those holes. Let's fill those holes so that we can begin to build your life. Yes. And obviously... After community and family engagement in all these areas, faith is an intricate part of all those conversations. It comes up. I don't care whether you're on a, you know, a school campus, you're here, you're there. We who follow God, like Christ leaks from us. Mm. Part of our leadership in Christ is we, we have the attitude of Jesus. We have the fruit of the spirit. We have the love of the father just like leaking out of our life. And so, I don't know, God just makes space for himself. Yeah. And you just kind of enjoy the adventure of it. Can you tell her a little bit about the foundation and then the, the steps? Sure. So it's kind of like a building, like the skyscraper, right? Mm-hmm. If you ever had a chance to see a skyscraper being built, you would notice that the foundation of that skyscraper is super deep. Mm-hmm. And so we always start out with the foundation of our life mm. and the things that are important. And it's the assets, it's the foundation, it's our faith, it's all those things. And then we build on top of that. Seven different building blocks, I guess. Seven? Seven. Okay. And it's, On top of the foundation. Yeah. Okay. And it, it deals with things like critical thinking and choices, um, vision. Reflection. Um, re- yeah, reflection. Just Attitudes. Di- yeah, <laughs> attitudes, <laughs> values, all these different things that are things that help you become successful. But if your foundation isn't strong, just like anything that gets really tall, it can have the tendency to fall, mm-hmm. you know, and, and not be... You, you could make... A ton of money, but if you're broken, your story is going to be very dysfunctional. Yes. And so you got to have that foundation. And so prevention and preventative things is what we're really going after versus, you know, I'm 20, 21 and up and my life's a mess. Yeah. How how can we begin to work with youth and families, fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh, eighth, and begin to implement these things so that. I think about 10 years ago, we came up with this term. We don't use it very much anymore, but we call it pre-covery. Because we were working with a recovery program for adults Mm -hmm. and they wanted us to come in and help with the kids. And I thought, hey, we're kind of doing pre-covery before they are Mm -hmm. addicted, before they have dropped out of school. Before, So, yeah, that's one of our, I think, values is like try to rescue people before they really need rescuing. Mm -hmm. Amen. I love that. So we have a prevention education program that is currently related to human trafficking specifically. It's a partnership with Three Strands Global and Frederick Douglass Family Initiative, and it's called PROTECT. If you want to learn more about the program, you can go to protectnow.org. This program, it's a fifth grade, seventh grade, ninth grade, and 11th grade curriculum. And um, one of the things that just was so compelling for me, and and I think it's absolutely like what you're about, is that in that fifth grade, seventh grade arena, right, the average age of a person that's trafficked in the U.S. is 12 to 14, 11 in Oakland. 
And so if we can get at the young men and the young ladies at that elementary school age Mm -hmm. and help them to see themselves as valuable when they may be overweight, they're developing acne, they're not yet, they're learning about life skills, you know, they're learning about hygiene. Mm -hmm. You know, I think about a little bit graphic here, but if you have a parent that is drug addicted and she doesn't, your mom is drug addicted and they don't teach you how to go and keep clean during your menstrual cycle. And so now you've become the stinky girl that everybody's laughing at all day long. So when a guy comes and says, girl, that's good. That's a good stink or whatever he says to her to make her feel like she has some value. He's going to be her everything. Mm -hmm. And it all started with her not having a mom that could teach her how to be on her monthly cycle right. and be remain clean. Right. Or maybe she doesn't have pads. Maybe she's using toilet paper right. or nothing. Right. You know, maybe she, she doesn't have access to a wash machine. Right. You know, and these are things I like to break it down when I'm talking to people because a lot of us live with privilege and we don't understand mm-hmm. that the urban youth don't have these simple things that you might not really understand that they you're thinking, don't they get this? Don't yeah. they get that? But, you know, hopefully this is, you know, kind of bringing a new revelation for you about the importance of this issue. So and these issues and these services and these this heart that um, that uh, both uh, Shawana and Eric have for the for the in, in, in urban youth. We're going to come right back. We're going to talk a little bit more about some of the some of this God vision that has, you know, that is being imparted. Thank you so much for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio with Eric and Shawana, and we're talking about the importance of breaking it down, of being present, of layering on these various facets of care, really seeing a person in all of their sort of intricate ways and all of the ways that we live and move and breathe. And so really exciting to see that this is being done here in elementary school and in middle school at that critical age. I know you also work with young adults and families. We were talking during the break about expression, right, which is a component of your curriculum. 
and you're starting to look into an art studio to do actual art, to do dance, to do spoken word. And Eric, maybe you could just share a little bit. You said about the words and the expression. Can yeah. You so that? obviously expression is an outlet of a person's life. So oftentimes we say without expression, at least to depression, there's no voice, there's no outlet for you. You know, whether it's photography or dance or all these things, a lot of times a young person needs an it. Like, what's your it? But also it's learning to express with your words, communicate, you know, be able to tell somebody like how you feel with your words versus some of the more negative things that you see when youth and families, especially, they don't know how to communicate in their homes. So everything, you know, it could turn violent at some times. It could be just quiet where there's nobody talking because nobody knows how to express themselves in a positive, healthy way. Mm -hmm. And so I think learning these things is just a healthy part of life, which you got to look at people. What is their life going to look like in the next five, 10 years? I want to set our young men and our young ladies up, our young kings, our young queens up. So, you know, one day we always talk about like, look, you're going to be an amazing father someday. If you, you know, if that's something that you want to be, you're going to be an amazing husband. You're going to be an amazing wife. And learning all these key elements is really about life. Yeah. It's about doing life with people. And our relationships are so complex and sometimes it's hard to figure things out. And so being able to implement these components is, I think, critical. Yeah. So. That's so good. As a child, I was in foster care. I was abused. My mom and I were homeless. We, we, we suffered a lot in poverty. And, you know, so I learned a lot of what not to do and what not to mm -hmm. bring to my kids and my family. And, and when I had my first son, I spoiled him because I was like, I don't want him to want for anything because mm -hmm. I didn't have anything. Right. But one thing he said to me recently, about a year ago, he said, Mom, one thing you did is you taught me how to love my wife. He's married now and mm -hmm. he made us into grandparents. And that for me, it was like, I felt like, okay, Lord, you can take me home now. You know, <laughs> I did my yeah. job, you know, I taught my my son how to be a good husband. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure his wife would give me a laundry list <laughs> of things where he might be missing the boat. But just to know, I think she knows right. that she's loved. Right. And so to teach a young man you know, that came from my background mm -hmm. to teach a young lady that came from my background. That is a thing to impart, right. you know, how to love, mm -hmm. yeah. how to express love, how to communicate, how to hug, how to touch in a safe way, how to express when you're upset, when you're angry, mm -hmm. you know, when you feel betrayed, when you yeah. feel, you know, dishonored without bashing each other's heads in right. or cheating on each other right. or yep. whatever else we're always used to doing. Mm -hmm. When you were talking in the last segment, I just had to bring this up. Are you familiar with Dre the Flame? Okay, well, okay. So there's a hip-hop artist, a Christian hip-hop artist, who came out a few years back, and he had this song. It's, it's my church boy swag is dripping like water, water, water. Water, holy water. Anyway, you got you to go listen to it. But when you said Christ leaks from us, I was like, my church boy swag is dripping like water, oh, water, water. So I was just wondering, you know, are you going to incorporate music? Are you going to incorporate spoken word? Because I think, you know, that's another way for people to express themselves. Mm -hmm. And I noticed like the Lord is doing something. Sable, who's um, one of our uh, leaders, survivor leaders, who's also a part of our administrative staff. She's amazing. 24 years old. Um, and she is a spoken word artist and 
all these survivors are starting to come around. Rache, she's now in there. Roxana's coming in. And these different survivor leaders are coming and they're like, they want to bring their voice mm. through yeah. that. And so I'm super excited that you're going to cultivate that even more and that expression mm-hmm. uh, will annihilate depression. Right. I think that's awesome. Absolutely. Yay! <laughs> love that! Absolutely. Is there anything else that, you know, um, that that the community should know about this important work that you're doing? Um, I guess a couple of last thoughts from, from me on this would be um, in the scripture, God says that he places the lonely in families. Mm. And if there's ever been a time where people are lonely, um, we're seeing it. And if we're looking, if we're looking for an opportunity, there's never been a better opportunity. You know, it depends on how you look at the world right now, but I think we're in a great opportunity to be able to mentor and disciple you know, those around us who God has entrusted us with, um, whether it be small or big, to be able to impart something like wisdom, impart mm-hmm. something like listening and uh, believing in people when they have given up on themselves. Um, and regardless of how you grew up, you know, rich, poor, educated, uneducated, it's, it's, a, it's a common need right now. Yes. And I think family is within a family context is going to be the greatest revival we've ever seen. Amen. Um, because Ooh. that's how God set it up. So um, in Oakland, uh, we graffitied on the outside. It says Hope Oakland, and it's kind of become the Hope Center. And ah. I just realized, uh, we realized Uh-oh. in this. <laughs> We're going prophetic now, right now. <laughs> um, that hope is, uh, without hope, man, this life is very, very, very devastating. Um, but if we can implement and impart hope, uh, we see a lot of things. And so, um, yeah, that's wow. just a couple of thoughts from me. But. Wow. I'm blown away. Wow. Go ahead. I think um, <laughs> last night we were at a service and we heard um, the woman who was speaking talked about kind of this thing that God's been birthing in us about revival coming back to the church through the family context mm-hmm. and how we embrace people whether they're blood or not but we embrace them as a healthy family and she talked about how the prodigals aren't coming home until the family's functional Uh oh and you know right that's huge when she said that i just fell, fell over in my seat but um i think the encouragement for us as as the body of christ not a church or a ministry but as god's body is to not be an orphanage for people but to be a home Uh oh and um that that is just something you know that i that i feel like god is is calling us to to bring true revival to the bay so thank you lord this is confirmation so i was down at azusa uh praying mm-hmm. for the nation on this issue of human trafficking uh last saturday and uh while i was down there it, i mean the lord compelled me to go uh my, I mean, so much so that my alarm clock on my, my phone died. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in the middle of the night, my phone died. My alarm was supposed to go off at three in the morning because my flight was at five. And my phone fell on the ground. Don't know how it fell right at three, but it was dead. Come on, Lord. Yeah. So I got up, got on my plane, flew down. It was a day trip to go pray. And while I was down, there were people that were praying about issues like abortion. There were people that were praying on issues like LGBTQ plus. And quite frankly, in a very sort of um, uh, in a way that wasn't really understanding the problem. Right. 
And um, this is this is speaking to what you just talked right. about, which is that and the Lord compelled me with such fire to get up and pray mm. about us taking the time mm. to understand why is this 18 year old getting an abortion before we even condemn before we even come against. Why is she getting the abortion? What happened 12 years ago right. that led her to right. this moment where she's contemplating this? And where is the church to lo- walk alongside her from that whole time yes. so that she would never have to even consider right. that right decision? And so and so I'm challenging, I'm challenging the church and, and uh, us as believers uh, because, uh, you know, I was there. I, I was there. I was one of those. And I can tell you that th- there was no one. Mm-hmm. And so l- we have to do a better job of seeing people and being there. And so thank you for doing what you're doing. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back with events that are going on, ways they can engage with you, your website, your phone numbers, and all of that stuff. And thank you again for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio once again with Eric and Shawana Meyer, and they are just amazing running urban life mentors in Oakland. And I wanted to give you an opportunity, Shawana. How can people, first of all, request a, you know mentoring, join you, or become a mentor, join your, your work, right? So how can they do that? All right. So I'm going to direct everyone to our website. It is urbanlifementors.org. At the website, you can look a little further into our values. You can look a little further into our native design and kind of how we do things. You can see how we were established. You can find out where the Hope Center is in Oakland. Yeah. And wow. you can find out how to be a part. There's a contact us button there. And you can totally send us an email through the website. Our phone numbers are on there as well. But yeah, just to engage or, you know, we invite people to come take a tour of the neighborhood and, and just see how they can pray for us or, um, you know, just see the miracle that that center in self is, hear the story. So, yeah, go to the website and that's the best way. To Yay. Do. Well, thank you both for being here. We thank so you. appreciate you. Um, 
So a couple other things that are going on in the community. Uh, we are participating in the Aloha Kiss uh, Golf Classic, uh, which is the 16th of September. We are, we'll be present there. All of the funds uh, that are raised will go to the Livermore Shelter, which is doing some great work there to um, help the vulnerable in Livermore. And so we'll be out there on the 16th at the Blackhawk uh, Country Club in Danville, and the, you can uh, purchase your tickets still on our website, loveneverfailsus.com forward slash events. We're also going to be taking our survivor dance team, Love Never Fails dance team, uh, for the first time, taking us out of state to um, uh, to uh, Las Vegas and to participate in the Diva Exchange um, to build uh, true beginnings, new gay, uh, new um, community for reentry women coming out of incarceration, uh, so they have somewhere to live and rebuild their lives. And we're doing that in partnership with Vera and also Ray of Light Performing Arts Center. And so we're super excited about that. So just keep us in prayer on that. Then the following week, you are going. We're going to be back in Vegas, uh, participating in Families United for Justice conference, and we will open that up also with our Love Never Fails Dance team um, at the Doolittle Community Center. And you can get tickets to that event on our website as well. We also want to give a shout out to. Uh, we are participating. We have a. We're going to do an education for pastors and leaders throughout the Bay Area as part of the Foursquare Central Pacific District Conference at the Rock Church in Danville. That's on the 17th of uh, this month from 11 to 12 p.m. And uh, that is going to be, again, in Danville, so you can learn more on our website. Uh, We want to give a shout-out, so grateful to Humble Kitchen, who is made Love Never Fails a beneficiary for this year's four-course meal. Uh, for and this is for survivors of human trafficking. This is going to be happening um, in Livermore, uh, thirteen eighty-five South Livermore. It is fifty dollars for a five-course meal, and the proceeds will go to Love Never Fails. So we want to just thank uh, the team for uh, allowing us to participate in this Taste the Bay event. We also want to encourage you, if you have been donating to Love Never Fails, please come out for our donor appreciation event on the 28th of September from 1 to 3 at our Hayward location, which is 22580 Grand Street in Hayward. We just want to love on you. We're going to have some survivors out to share their testimonies. We're going to have some musical displays, some people singing and dancing like we always do. So please come out and see our new um, IT center, see our career closet, see our community store, see what we're doing there um, and how you can get involved. Uh, Also, we have free computer training coming up on October the 7th. Uh, We are going to be teaching Word, Excel, PowerPoint, Access, Outlook, Windows, Typing uh, in partnership with MicroEasy. And the deadline um, has been extended for that. So if you want to uh, get free computer training and you're underemployed or not employed, that's the only criteria, underemployed or not employed, uh, and you have to have your GED or high school diploma, if you go to our website, loveneverfailsus.com forward slash events you'll be able to uh, uh, submit an application there and uh, receive free computer training we're going out on street outreach what what on uh, October the 19th 7 p.m. and so um, if you want to join us we just went out to San Jose we were able to engage with 24 men and 12 women out there um, uh, six of which were exploited women uh, out there with a team of 16 people from all over the Bay Area Dan 
Greenville, Los Gatos, Oakland, Hayward, um, uh, Pleasanton, and you can be part of it too. Come on out on the 19th of October. And lastly, we want to encourage you on October the 6th, uh, go ahead and um, be part of our Love My City community prayer team. Wherever you are, just be in prayer with us and email me to let me know that you're doing that so I know who we're, who's agreeing with us. And you can email me at Vanessa at loveneverfailsus.com. We thank you so much for the opportunity to reach you, provide you this important message and, and encourage you to get engaged, to see people where they are, to love people where they are, and to draw them to the to the heart of our, our of our Lord. And we just love you. We, we want to make sure that, um, that you know, and you've heard it here before, that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.